Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Dumala, Dumala, Dumala. Only if you do first. <laughs> and welcome to you, Andy. And welcome to everyone. Where's our hello, hello, hello from this week? Uh, it's Great, and so- it's South African. South African, of course. But a, uh, a Sotho tongue. One of the, no doubt, many dialogues or dialects spoken yep. in South Africa. And dialogues. And dialogues. You can't have a dialect without a dialogue. <laughs> What's the point? Um, I hope I pronounced that correctly, but that comes from Richard Gunn making a request. <laughs> from England, he's made a request. He's recently married uh, a girl from South Africa uh, who speaks uh, that Sutu uh, Sutu that particular language. Yeah. Well, I love it, and I think we should have it for the rest of the year. Now nah, we'll keep shopping around, yep. keep trying out our different greetings. But in, but it, but it's proof that I am doing requests. <laughs> uh, it's like become it. one of the most heavily requested parts of the podcast. Um, Haim. Big day for us yep. for the podcast, and yeah. it started a little strangely. It did. It started what I think you guys thought was going to be a confrontation, but it w- and I knew it wasn't, but I knew it was a landmark decision. I knew if we were going to do a confrontation, you would have chosen to sing the confrontation <laughs> from Les Miserables, uh, your favourite musical of all time. You've tried to do that a few times on the show before. Mm. You tried to weasel us into being part of that musical bit. So. Yeah. That's what was confusing me. Yes. It wasn't set up as a musical confrontation, yeah. but it did feel like, you know, that it felt like we'd done something wrong. It was a- And when we come in to do the podcast, we hang out for a bit before we do it, mm. talk about it, then we get into our track seats and we go. Mm. First thing, you had two chairs set up mm. and another chair, like an interview, like felt like we were doing a play, really. It felt yeah. like we were doing a very, like a basic drama Play. Yeah. Well, I had two chairs set up because I knew it was a landmark decision that had to be made for the podcast. It required all members of the podcast to uh, to vote. Uh, Jack, not equally. Of course. But, it's, but, but obviously. Oh, all. I mean, he doesn't have, he doesn't even have a Hamish and Andy coin. No. He has one on loan <laughs> and we have eight coins each. Um, but we sat down to try and work through this. Hey, guys. Oh, hi. Well, this is odd, isn't it? Podcast has been going well. <laughs> Why do I feel like we're in trouble? Why do I feel <laughs> we're not even in our track sets yet. First thing of the day, you yeah. want to do this? Yeah. Thanks for meeting me here. Well, we're okay. just coming to do the yeah. podcast. So. Yeah, but like, well, obviously... Thank you for taking I, the time over, over the schedule. I know how busy you are, Andy. Over 10 weeks in and I think we've got a bit of a groove on. Yeah, that's good. I've only been feeling like you and I have been doing well. <laughs> yes, yeah, everybody's been playing their part. Well, we've both made our statement. I worry about changing things up. Mm. Now we've found our flow. Would we agree we're all feeling really comfortable doing the show at the moment? <laughs> this is a big honeypot under a bear trap. <laughs> but yes. On top of a bear trap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do we play it here? No, I don't think the show's going well. <laughs> Very good, good, Ham, good. I actually think we're in dire straits. <laughs> so you would like a change? No, I think stay the course, see if we can get our groove on in the next ten. So you stay, stay the course. Stay broad, stay broad. Don't commit to anything. He's trying to pin me down. <laughs> I'm undecided on how I feel. I know one thing for sure, the status quo is our best bet at all times, so let's not make yes. any changes. So as is, is what you're saying. 
But having said that, <laughs> I reserve my right to have new and different opinions within the next few minutes. Well, I feel similar. The as-is approach is what worried me. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because an American podcaster called Austin, yeah. he emailed in and it hit my side. And he had links to a big corporation that wants in on the show. So immediately we're selling out. Well, no. He said, he said in his email, do Adidas pay you to wear those tracksuits? Well, no, certainly not. Didn't even, I don't think we even got three. My no. blue one I've had for, like, ten years. Exactly. And he said, that's all I need to know. Suddenly, we get a delivery from Puma. Oh, my God. Switching it up. Trading stripes for, for a cat. Puma have come forth and they've sent us some tracksuits. Now, just make this very clear, I haven't seen the tracksuits and... This worries me. When, when Why are you doing the deal? What do you get out of this? <laughs> I get nothing. What do you get out of this? I get nothing out of this. I can, yes. show, I can show you the correspondence. I said to the lady from Puma, I can present the tracksuits, but they might be poo-pooed by the team. So that's the branding risk you run. At which point she slipped him a fat stack of hungies <laughs> and went, make sure that doesn't happen. And he said, I can. So this is the moment where I'm going to open this box. If I see you driving around in a golden Puma-branded car <laughs> after this... I'm going to open this box and we can decide whether How we, we want feel to change about it. All right. Ready? This does feel a little bit like Half-Time of the Mighty Ducks, where they... So they change outfits? Yeah, I think that's what helps them win the game. Do they play oh, <laughs> That was the problem. What are they playing in jeans? <laughs> OK, black, white and red? They look a bit parachutey, don't they? Okay, we got, okay. What do we got? Different materials. Oh wow! Here. Oh, I don't mind oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that's a Kill Billy. I'll take, probably take that. It's mainly yellow with some black stripes. That looks like Kill Bill. Does anyone want to change? I will. <sighs> what are you going to go to? I'll go to the black. Black Puma. Jack is now a Puma-based player. <laughs> um, I love the idea of. <laughs> Getting new tracksuits, ideally, every week. <laughs> so I am happy to instigate a change yep. as a giant slap in the face for Adidas for not sponsoring yep. us. Yep. Uh, and to to show other companies what kind of goodies could be yours. Mm -hmm. Speeder, Hang Tan, Sweat Hog, <laughs> if you guys are listening. <laughs> All the big names of the tracksuit world. Which one would you like to go then, Ham? I wonder if yellow doesn't do wonders for my skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder that as well. I don't think I'm eat Oh, it's more of a mustard, isn't it? This feels very... This feels quite mafia, casual weekend wear. Which I think is me. <laughs> I don't get the mustard. <laughs> good dealings. Very Thanks, good. Andy. Very, very good. No, don't thank me. Don't thank anyone, actually. Because this is, again, this isn't... We're not getting paid for this. Not getting paid for it. Yeah. Well, we don't know what your deal is. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if there weren't a few... Oh, I've picked a parachute tracksuit. <laughs> Oh, yours is different material. Ah, <laughs> oh, different material. <laughs> I'm definitely. Yours looks like. I'm pretty sure this is for grandmas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've picked Moosey's favourite tracksuit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I picked my grandmas. That's all right. You got to stick with your pick. <laughs> stick with your pick. Warriors are about Russell a bit during this show. <laughs> It's certainly... <laughs> now we're in the suits yeah. doing the show, 
it is conspicuously different <laughs> to both your tracksuits. Yeah. You both have the retro style tracksuit material yeah, tracksuit. You, you may have seen it like a 70s Olympic Games. Yes. Where you can see yours can be seen worn by a 70 year old woman. I feel like I'm about to go for a brisk walk on the Gold Coast because my osteo recommended I do 20 minutes every day. I, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a nice, I've, I've got. A good quality, windbreaking, <laughs> lightweight, comfortable parachute tracksuit. It's got diamond written on the I front. I don't know why it has diamond on it. I assume that's from Puma's either premium or entry level brand. You know, sometimes <laughs> companies will call shit things like the platinum, <laughs> just to trick you into thinking yeah, that yeah, you that, yeah. that you've bought at the right level. So I've either got the top end or the bottom end yep. of Puma's parachute range. Yep. Like I said, though, stick with your pick. <laughs> There can be no swapping and changing. I'd have to say though, uh, the, my my misstep yes. in picking the tracksuits probably opened me up for being uh, welcoming to a faster change than the ten weeks we spend in the Adidas tracksuits. Yes, yes. So I'll probably be looking now, as of today, yeah. to start instigating our next <laughs> tracksuit. I can't say when it will come. Probably won't be next week, but already I've I'm, I'm reaching out to a couple of. Couple of leads in the tracksuit world. One thing that I found interesting about my tracksuit hand You've is got stirrups. I take I take the take the shoe off there. I've got stirrups underneath. Yeah. Stopping my pants from falling up. And that's the most important thing a pan can do. You don't the want extra to... comfort of it not falling up. I can do as many handstands as I like today. It looks like a slightly tighter pan. <laughs> and it, but it's a stirrup with a button on it yeah. too. So it's an optional stirrup. Yeah, yeah, but I've optioned in. You've opted in, which is smart. <laughs> the, make, the, the point is all stirrups are optional. You just don't loop your ankle through. Why do they need to spend the money? If I was a Puma shareholder, yeah. that's what I'd be bringing up at the meeting. I wonder if we needed to spend the money on a press stud for the stirrup. When all stirrups are opt-in, you just choose whether or not to loop your ankle through it. Hey, before we get into the rest of the show, and Andy... I know we've got like it's your this is your birthday edition this show oh, which yeah. you made us don't say that you made us very aware of it today. I was hoping we could just you came in and you uh, correct me if I'm wrong here but you came in and you literally said what are you doing for my birthday? <laughs> are you guys aware this comes out on my birthday? Uh, do I need to throw any ideas into the show today or is it all birthday stuff? We just said true. oh mate not Look, true. we might mention it. I've actually it. got a very exciting thing coming up, completely unrelated to birthdays. Which you probably scrambled to fill in <laughs> after I said to you, "Look, we might bring it up once, but I'm sorry, we can't make the whole show about your birthday." Mm. I know we did that on the radio show back in the day, mm. but we had days and days to fill. We've yeah. got once a week now. We sure. can't just stop the whole thing down for a parade. Have yeah. we said that? I have organised a little something, <laughs> <laughs> but the reason we'll get to all that, we'll get to the birthday stuff. Jack just mentioned to us as we were shuffling our papers between yeah. breaks there. Jack goes, oh, by the way, guys, isn't this crazy we're in Puma outfits now when we used to be in Adidas because Puma and Adidas are arch rivals? <laughs> how, do you I mean, how do you know that? And Jack's going, like, is it the, it's a, isn't just every athletics brand an arch rival of another athletics brand? So the two brothers who made Adidas yeah. had a big fight. Now I'm skimming through this. Had a big fight. The war happened. Then they didn't talk to each other anymore. And one of them went the over. War, and- by the way, another big fight. One of the biggest fights. Yeah. Are we oh, doing World War Two? World War Two. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like they had a Barney and you were referring war. to it as a family war. No, no okay, no, no. The big war. Yeah, the big war. Sorry, yeah. back in the day, World War Two. Yeah. Made headlines everywhere. Yeah. They came out of the war 
and the one of the brothers started Puma while the other one took Adidas. So for a while, in the same town, Adidas and Puma were rival brands. Oh, so it's like a real Who, Cain and Abel. So which which brother are we on now? Mm, we're on Rudolph now. <laughs> But <laughs> I've always been a Rudolph fan. Who were, who were we? Against? Wasn't it Addy Dassler? Addy. But you know what his real name was? What? Adolf. Oh, no there'd be a fair bit of that. that. There'd be a fair bit of that in the late forties. <laughs> a few name changes there. No, no, it's yes. um, Madoff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we're well, we're Rudolph. Yeah. Happy to be. Happy, happy to be. Happy to be. For now, until uh, till my um, chickens come home to roost and we get our next tracksuits. <laughs> James Bay blew us away on like, a fateful day last what, week. Like a windy, windy day on um, Port Phillip. Yeah, Bay. Um, the, we used Bay twice, which wasn't as exciting. But Different spelling if you use the old English spelling of Bay, Bay B-A-Y-E. Um, <laughs> hey, people have been asking. I made that up. <laughs> it's just as I said, I was like, someone will check that. <laughs> the, people have been emailing saying, if they put together the whole... Sorry, that was an accident. That was an accidental ding. That wasn't me trying to get out of um, my lie about the old English spelling. Carry, carry on. Carry on. People have been emailing saying, can we hear the whole song together? Did you yeah. get James Bay to record the whole song from start to finish rather we, than Bitsy? We have a regretful announcement to make. He did a great job doing the song. We laughed and laughed. Mm. So much backslapping. We're, having a, just, we're just so grateful for him doing the surfing song. Working it out, yeah. That... It didn't seem like, well, it just didn't occur to us to go, anyway, all jokes aside, mm. do it properly. Yeah. Uh, so all we really have on record mm. is his one attempt um, at, Feeling at imagining out. the tune mm. to the lyrics we'd written. However, we have a genius on staff, Marshy. Mm. Marshy has done his best to cobble together seamlessly yeah. the actual track from what James Bay played because there's a few stop starts when he actually did it. Mm. Marshy's managed to cobble that together. What's it called, him? Learn to surf. Learn to surf. Great. You're not Actually, two foot Tony. <laughs> I take it back. It's called two foot Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called two foot Tony. Enjoy two, two foot, foot Tony, Tony by James Bay. Lyrics by Hamish and Eddie. Sorry, very much so. Very, very much so. And here it is. Hey, you know the feeling. Your mate says the waves are peeling. Cool your heels, boy. You can't surf. You know you're gonna look silly. And in the air it's feeling chilly And your body's old like Colin Firth The line-up demands respect Which way does your wetsuit zip up? Have you checked? Remember the zips predominantly at the back You can drive to the beach with your With your what? With your, your wetty half on How are you enjoying the song? So grab a shell from the sand, put it to your ear The message from the ocean is loud and clear You can be a one-knee noni But aim to be a two-foot Tony You can be a Dow Bow Get ready to shred Fred Cause it's well worth learning the surf You can be a one-knee noni, but aim to be a two-foot Tony. You could be in a barrel dowel, 
Get ready to spread Fred Cause it's well worth learning to serve There's something pulling stronger than a rip The sea is close, you can taste it on your lips You can be a one mean lonely But aim to be a two foot tall You'll be in a barrel daryl Get ready to swim, friend Cause it's well worth learning Oh, it's well worth learning To serve All right, well, it's t- it's time to get to the elephant in the room, which, by the way, is the elephant in the room every day of the year because when you're best friends with Andy, you're, very, you're made very aware that it's his birthday year every year. However, this podcast will be coming out on the day of mm. your recorded birth. Yep. We assume your parents weren't telling any lies. We assume that's your birthday. Mm-hmm. The 24th of May. Once again, we find ourselves, I mean, the party within the party, uh, every... Every day of the year, you force us to celebrate your this all stems entry from the into fact the that world. I actually, don't we don't celebrate birthdays in my and family? And then this Not day, when this comes out, uh, as you said today, like guys, what do you want to do about it? Uh, I mean, how many? Do you want to do a? Should we do a two-hour podcast? What have you got planned? And Jack and I had to just scramble because we went, oh, yeah, shit. Twenty-four. We're so used to every day being the birthday that it seems a bit silly. It's more of the, we should get a day off on your birthday. If anything, should be the eye of the storm. Should be the middle of the cyclone. Get on with we it. Would appreciate, we would appreciate a rest. But you haven't given us a rest. Yet another day passes with demands of uh, birthday celebrations. Look, what do you get the guy that's asked for everything already? <laughs> Just one of the things he wanted. Uh, I know you get sent a lot of stuff anyway. You want for very little. And I, usually with people like that, yeah. uh, you know, I'm reminded of the episode of DuckTales where Scrooge McDuck's nephews <laughs> uh, make him a song yep. because he's a billionaire. He's got everything you could possibly want. Did you make me a song? Haven't made, no. Oh. Similar vein, though. Okay. I even though it's not your birthday, that's never stopped you before. This is some days before the actual day itself. Yes, I've got you. I have organised the cake. I have organised a special birthday cake. Now we can either do light it, do the candles in here, but you can't because of the smoke detector. Mm. Or do you want to go outside where we can light it? I don't want to light it. All right, bring them in. Bring it in anyway. Pretend it's lit. Okay. Uh, pretend the candles and stuff are lit. Uh, I mean. Happy birthday to you. Here comes Happy a cake. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Andy. <laughs> now, you'd be glad you didn't lie to you. Save these. Birthday <laughs> to you. 37 of the best. Now, I don't know much about cigarettes. You do. Sin- 37 cigarettes in a, in a premium supermarket cake. Uh... And uh, the man at the shop. Okay. Now, look, I don't know your brand. I don't know your brand. Mm. Uh, You do all your smoking away from me and I appreciate that. I've got asthma. I don't want secondhand (laughs) smoke. I spoke to the man at the shop. He said these are the best ones. (laughs) He said that these are the best cigarettes you you can get, the most expensive cigarettes. I told him it was for a birthday. And I said, look, I know for cigarette smokers, the brand is a big thing. They won't switch brands. But... 
maybe you, there might be you, some new new podcasters here. <laughs> maybe. And you, I need to really make this very clear. Maybe you can I've treat yourself s- to this expensive brand on your birthday. <laughs> I've never smoked in my life. Oh, okay. Hey, have you, you, you haven't smoked today? Is it first, that's I always the, that's today. the first step. I haven't smoked today. Have you smoked this week? No. Good for you. <laughs> but I think I mean I'll leave these in your hands. I haven't counted how I have Hamish counted 37. There's 37 cigarettes Hamish there, but no one else knows how many there are. Hamish you do with them what you want. With 36, 37 cigarettes standing up. Set of candles. The yeah. cigarette, the, the candle you can use. I can't use. I'm not a smoker, but all I'm saying is functional candle for you. <laughs> You're spewing these, aren't lit, aren't you? You'd be over here <laughs> woofing it up. <laughs> Enjoy. You're not expected to share. There you go, mate. Thank you. you go off and light that. Ooh, okay. bottom. Podcast is going to take half an hour break, and we'll be back with a head spin. <laughs> hey, it's a few days since the royal wedding. Couple now, days, it's a couple of days since the royal wedding, and you we promised us an exclusive. <laughs> I promised. I promised the team an exclusive. Mum, uh, for people that listened to the last episode of the podcast, yes. Was staying at a place in London on the nineteenth, mm. uh, the, the day of the royal wedding, and it just happened to have a royal lunch. I think it was mm. ninety five pounds a head. Yep. And Lord Farquhar. <laughs> well, we, we kept calling I can't him Remember Lord, his yeah, name, we, Andy? We, we, <laughs> what more do you want from me, sir? <laughs> I would like a name. <laughs> ah, thanks for answering. Lord, well, someone think, was think, there. He's Harry's Harry's fifth cousin, yep. and he's he's just doing all his cashies all day, going. Yep. He's racing from venue to venue, no yep. doubt. Just Jumping and giving yep. five hot facts about the royals, like Brendan Favola, just going grand around. final day, just starting in the morning, starting in the kids' clinic, finishing yeah. up at night at a sportsman's bar, <laughs> quarter to midnight in the city. Yeah. So, mum was on the list. That this lunch was on the list of the cashies. I we said to mum, get us the best goss. Yeah. Mum went quiet all weekend. Wow. Right? I wasn't even sure this Still was going to happen. Still following a story. I wasn't even sure this was going to happen. Yeah. And I was, and you're going, you got mum and I'm giving you just a loose thumbs up until <laughs> yeah. we come to record the podcast. Even now, even only only this morning on the way in, yep. did she send me a, a photo? Because I said, Mum, are you still good to do this thing? Yeah. Are you still going to be our correspondent? Because, you know, it's going to be you, we thought, versus Brad Blank. So yes. we're going to call in a minute to our mate who was there. He's got a history of being correspondent. Yeah. So he's still good to go. She sends me a photo of the menu. I said, yeah, great. But <laughs> did you get some goss? Did you talk to Lord Farquhar? Minutes ago, I get this. Sorry, Hammy, can you do it in an hour? I'm still out at dinner. Right? I said, no. It's, it's no, like, we're nearly finished. It's like 11 o'clock at yeah, night. I was like, no. We're... Maybe she's she's out to dinner with the Farquhar. I hope so. <laughs> uh, so here's what I think, Jack. I just like I said, look, no. Yeah. Um, we're not going to take up much of your time, mm. but we. This is the moment. Yep. Yep. I think that's I think fair. we just call it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's, She's going to be flustered. <laughs> so I'm just giving you the heads up. But uh, I've said, look, we'll take up two minutes of your time. Yes. Um, as far as correspondence goes, this is your first outing. Yeah. I would have thought you'd put a little bit more time and more thought it, Like, yeah. we've had Hollywood stars that are easier to coordinate than this. <laughs> Wait an hour. I'm at dinner. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Great. Hello. Hi, Mum. It's uh, it's me and Andy. How are you going? Hello, you and Andy. I'm going well. Oh, funny. Did you run him over? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you had running over rabbits? Because it sounded like you were disappointed you didn't run that rabbit over. <laughs> what are you doing, Mum? What's happened? Where are well, you? We're just driving home from dinner. It sounds well, like a... We're at dinner in Winchcombe. Winchcombe. And at the pub. 
And Sally's driving. She said, I'll tell you what, <laughs> why don't you jump in the Volvo and we'll go run over some rabbits on the way home. <laughs> this is England. It's good luck in these parts. We love this stuff. Now, Kerry, all right, Mum, you got... You, we, we, Kerry, it sounds like you're having a hoot of a time. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to interrupt the night. <laughs> I know. Sorry, for, for, we've got to finish up in the studio, so sorry for calling <laughs> during right. dinner and rabbit hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but can you? How was the how was the lunch with yes. Lord Farquhar? It was a dinner. It was a dinner, and his name is Lord Fermoy. And Fermoy. Was, you know, it was yes, Lord Fermoy, and his. Um, but don't say that. You know, it's Lord Fermoy. Same as uh, same as the lunches with Lord Fermoy. <laughs> always think, are. I think. I think. He was lovely. We got on like a house on fire. Oh, okay. So he is. Could there? Is he single? Could there be another royal wedding happening? There we go. <laughs> Even if he were single, yeah. Andy, yes. sorry, he's been, he's not the prettiest of the lords <laughs> in the realm. <laughs> A direct quote from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so that's of... one bit of goss, Mum. <laughs> yes. And what Lord Fer- Fermoy is not the prettiest, prettiest <laughs> and, of the lords. And <laughs> Kerry, had he met, had he met Harry before? Second cousin. Yes, he knows him well. He, oh, he knows him well. Not invited to the wedding, but he knows him fairly well. So, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what insights did the? Did... Charles and Diana's wedding, and he was at, at William and Kate's wedding, oh. but he didn't get invited to this one. So he's on the outs. And, and probably. How, how did he feel about that? Well, he explained that this was a different kind of wedding because the other two were state occasions because both. Prince Charles and Prince William are going to be kings one day. Right. So uh, this they is more had of a much social, bigger not a weddings. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's not. It's still a royal wedding, but it's not a state occasion. Okay. So as such, the other two had much, much bigger guest lists, yep. which meant that you know, if you weren't yeah. a favourite, you might get included. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the other <laughs> weddings were have to invites, not want to invites. Yeah. And Probably Fermoy would have seen uh, guys like George Clooney rocking up going, oh, I see, they just wanted hotties there. I, we, all know, we all know I'm not the prettiest of the laws. Lord Fermoy is about half as tall and twice as wide. Throw an A-makers on Fermoy. <laughs> well, that's good no, that's goss, man. Nice, that any that, any good cool. other insights about like what there'll be, you know, secret passages or things they would have done at the reception or stuff that the public wouldn't know? Um, well, there was a lot of, yeah, well, for a start, people were very interested about who might be paying for the wedding. So mm-hmm. we were assured that the Queen pays. The Queen paid for everything. Not Megan's mum or dad, is this tradition? <laughs> not Megan's mum That's why Megan's dad couldn't come. Well, I'm out of money. <laughs> Okay, Kerry, this is an, like I think we should leave it there because that is an yeah. amazing report. That's that really is, good. That we fantastic. actually have learnt heaps of stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, you got rabbit scalps to to get. <laughs> yeah. You got rabbits to run over and to pin to the front of the Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. We're going to now cross to our actual correspondent, Brad Blanks. Now that was terrific, Mum. When are you oh, home? Oh God! How many days are you home? I get home on Saturday evening. Lovely. Mm. Uh, we'll travel safe. We, uh, we'll leave you and, and Hamish's pick, social calendar. I'll pick you up from the airport. Podcast. Pick up from the airport. I'll bring a four-wheel drive. I'll take the back streets and <laughs> see if we can treat you a little bit of Aussie rabbit hunting. I'll be waiting with all my suitcases. I've got plenty. So bring <laughs> yeah. it on. All right. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> Thanks, Great so corresponding. Coming. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of the holiday. We will call Brad Blanks now. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Mum. Bye.
Okay, Ando. Wow. Now into phase two yes. of our royal wedding wrap up. Um, this is a difficult for Brad because mm. your mum just uh, smashed it out of yeah. the park. I told Brad the rules. Yeah. I said, look. She got a royal flush. <laughs> I said, look, mum's going to be on before you. Yeah. She's had access to a lord. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to know what mum provided. No. You just have to give us your best goss yeah. and we'll be the judges at the end. He joins us now. Blanksy, how are you, mate? Oh, Hamish, Andy, how are you fellas? Feeling good for this challenge, going yeah. up against your beautiful mother. Well, uh, Franksy, you would have to be the underdog because people have a certain expectation from you. Yes. You've been doing correspondent work uh, on our show and globally for 15 years, yep. so people expect you to find the nooks and crannies of the good stuff. Mm. And, Mum, this was her first foray into being a correspondent, which we have to be a bit lenient on too, yeah. and she really delivered. So, Brad, well, let's start. This. Where were you for the wedding? Oh, it was an early morning start for me. 7 a.m. I got there to the beautiful little town of Windsor and I found a spot that I was very excited about. There's a barbecue meat restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the bit where you tell us you missed the entire thing because you were trying to get a certificate for eating three whole pigs? Hades, <laughs> <laughs> this restaurant was founded in 1622. It's where the soldiers would eat their meat and drink their beer and meet their ladies. So right. I felt very esteemed to be in this venue. Okay, yeah, okay, Brad. Let's 400, not try and add 400 years of uh, indigestion and meat sweats. <laughs> Let's not try and add some history to what is a very yeah. early lunch I can, Okay, I can, we can tell from the padding already that the gossip could be thin on the ground. <laughs> okay. So, Brad, did you get any one of notes? Did you get any of the guests? Yeah, chatting, seeing, learning a fact that the I public wouldn't know. I saw some people walking in that had really good suits on. I could see them from the window of the barbecue joint. So I didn't, I mean, I could <laughs> see them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, what we're looking for here, though, is Brad's like, what would the public not have seen, uh, the, you know, the three billion people that watch it worldwide? Yes. We saw people in suits too. Yes. We had a great view. Um, so, Brad, so for instance, Kerry, Kerry <laughs> Hamish's mum yep. yeah. met, met and chatted to, at length, yeah, a royal. A Prince Harry's second cousin. No, come on, she did not. First time as correspondent. Yeah, exactly. First time as correspondent. Yeah, and 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 is Lord Lord Fermoy ever heard of him? If you if you've got a royal calendar of our prettiest lords in the realm, he's not there till December. Well, I'll tell you what I did do. I yeah, I had a spite space right. I'm in the window of the barbecue joint. I'm leaning out now. The barbecue joint is across from the exit where the royal carriage came out. I leaned okay. out the window and as Meghan and Prince Harry newly wedded come around with their horse-drawn carriage, I yelled Meghan's name like six times at the top of my voice and she kind of looked at me. Kind of looked at me. Oh, I'm so... A peripheral dis- glance. Disappointed from we a, don't from have a, audio of from that. a potential security threat. <laughs> Brad, you, you, sent us, you sent us some audio. Yeah. Who was it? Yeah, who have we got? I mean, this is the man, Brad. I mean, you've got into Elton John's Oscars party. Yep. You, you, had, you were clutching Peter Jackson's Oscar famously on our show as you talked to us one night. So who have we got? Clooney, Amal. Mm. Who's the uh, guest? Uh, Oprah? This, this, is, uh, this is a guy called John... And he's the biggest royal fan in England. Knows everything about the royals. He's an expert. He camped on the streets for six nights on the corner right there where the royal carriage came around. This guy will give you the gossip, Hamish Manny. <laughs> oh, yeah, he doesn't sound very busy. Let's have a listen. <laughs> How are you, John? I'm so delighted. It's almost been tears to all our eyes. We're so pleased now. 
Harry and Meghan now, a husband and wife, and this one person would be ever so proud, and that would be Princess Diana. Talk about your emotions when you saw them in the carriage. I filmed it, and I, I said, Meghan, Meghan, and she looked that way, and she waved at us all, yeah. and she looked so stunning and beautiful, and Harry was so proud of his wife. It's so emotional. I won't forget this day. Did you get excited as a man? Of course I was good. I thought, look at this. We're seeing Meghan and Harry now in love with each other. Just, I, just, I just can't describe the words how we feel. How beautiful was Meghan then? The most beautiful skin, the sparkling brown eyes, yeah. and like diamonds, the most pulsing brown skin. She's just so beautiful. I can see why Harry fell in love with her at first sight. How do we celebrate tonight? Congratulations and celebrations, Prince Harry and Meghan as his wife. Congratulations and celebrations as Prince Harry and Meghan as his wife. Free cheers for Prince Harry and his wife. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! God bless Harry and Meghan as wife. God bless America. Jeez, oh Brad. God! Brad, two things, two things. Oh, two? He's, he's not an he's not an expert. He's a madman. He's a madman. You and, chatted to a madman. You chatted to and, uh, someone that sounds like Russell Brand off a whole bag of helium. <laughs> <laughs> secondly, all he bought yeah. was exactly the same thing that you did. Was just yell Megan when they went past. <laughs> he did, and, and got and a he, casual glance, and he got him. He got it. I mean. There's one. I saw one point for and one point against your claim that he's a royal expert. Mm. He knew who Diana was, mm. but then he yeah. kept referring to Megan as Harry's wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so at times he forgot her name and her title. So I, I don't know if he was the greatest expert of all time. Well, uh, Brad, describing, he described it beautifully. That was amazing. Yeah, but we all he know that. He called her eyes brown diamonds. <laughs> we all know Which that. I know if, you, if you're shopping for an engagement ring, fellas, <laughs> don't, a hot tip, don't get a brown diamond. <laughs> this has been an absolute pantsing for you, Brad. Yeah, Brad. My mum absolutely yeah. run rings around you in terms of gossip. And we caught her live in the middle of a rabbit hunt, a vehicular rabbit hunt. <laughs> Brad, we'll let you go. Reach, reach out only yeah. when you've got something Listen to the podcast. Yeah, Listen to the podcast <laughs> and hang your head in shame as you hear Kerry Blake. A, deal with the fact they missed a rabbit. Um, and then B, just run rings around you with the gossip. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. See you, mate. See you, fellas. Bye. And uh, as this podcast will be launched on your birthday, mm-hmm. um, Specialist Day of Days, I've organised a very, very special birthday treat for you mm-hmm. and me, I suppose, and all of us. I know what it is. <laughs> I know, I heard, I know, I know. I, I, You're aware of what happened. Uh, I'm aware of what got snuck into last week's podcast. I know you do a listen back sometimes. <laughs> And I request that one download be taken off our official figures. <laughs> I think it's unethical to count your listen amongst the population. Well, I'm still getting advertised too. Nah, but you're immune to it. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we can't trust you. Okay. Um, and uh, it is, of course, a birthday edition of this. Everything is neat and practical Because that's the way he likes it But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. And uh, uh, so many people have written in, have jostled to be in the queue. We've got a bunch standing by. Can I give you a quick upset, Andy, once? Tell me if this bothers you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Side note, I know it will. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, recently in our house, we had a birthday uh, occasion. Some lolly bags made, some cakes were decorated. We had a surplus of Smarties. Yep. Um, which is interesting given the, you know... The history. The history on this show <laughs> yeah. of Smarties. But we did say that they are the preferred cake decorating yeah. 
Because um, they're flatter? Yeah. Uh, they just have a nicer sheen on a cake. Yeah. Zoe did a little family Batman cake. Nice. Um, did a great, terrific job, but just needed yellow for it. So had this, you know, you got to get bags of Smarties. Yeah. We also have a small Tupperware container in our cupboard uh, that's full of, I'm going to say, approximately two to 300 M&Ms mm-hmm. that were being used as toilet training treats for Sunny. Yep. Um, and are now just sort of daddy treats whenever daddy <laughs> feels like he needs an M&M. When he does a good poo as well. <laughs> I, we had, if I get it in the bowl. We had a bowl. So we had a bowl of Smarties. Yep. Um, so I was going to put these away somewhere. I opened up the cupboard. Hmm. Seems crazy to me to open up a new, whole new Tupperware. You didn't mix the smiles with the M&M's. And I went, look, you're a small, colourful candy. You're a small, That's colourful candy. Insane. Um, who you, cares? You guys, jump in together. Who cares? Yeah. i got other stuff to worry about in my life. I don't have time to open up new Tupperware containers. Fast and loose. My taste buds would care. If you want an M&M, yeah. you'll find one in there. If you want a Smarty, you'll find one in <laughs> yeah, there. But small, colourful candy. All I hope not. Candies. <laughs> searching it through. Let them mix. Okay. Don't be racist. Fast yeah. and loose. Enjoy it. Does it upset you? <laughs> yes, of course. I thought it would. Rachel, <laughs> how are you? Ahoy. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, Rachel. Rachel, have you got something that uh, could upset Andy? Yes. Well, first of all, happy birthday, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> last week, actually, I was driving and both of my car headlights went out. So I was just been driving around with my fog lights on instead. That's awful. And I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> report you. <laughs> And the number plate there. <laughs> no, Rachel, totally fine. Fog lights these days are so powerful. Uh, concerted effort by car makers has been has made them well done, Rach. Fast, let's do get checked hard. out. It's probably a fuse. If it's both, it's so that easy. Uh, the service station there'll be a fuse. That you sounds go, difficult. It won't be difficult. Sounds time consuming. No, Rach, okay. fast and loose. You'll do it when you've got time. We do recommend safety first, though, to all our valued <laughs> listeners. Harry, ahoy, mate. How are you? Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, Harry. Harry. Happy birthday, Annie. Good boy. No need. Um, well, some need. So, um, okay. Today's the only day I'll say thank you. Um, well, it's all year round for you. It's a bloody pest if you, <laughs> okay. if you ask me. I find it absolutely annoying. Um, Harry, what, <laughs> what have you got to upset Andy? Uh, this one upsets my dad a lot. Uh, I do it a lot. Uh, when you go and open a new box of cereal, you yeah. try to open the plastic neatly. Yeah. We just rip it open. No, no, no. <laughs> cereal doesn't mind. You need to rip it. You don't need to rip it at all. You need to open it carefully because... Nah, fast and loose. I know fast, fast and, and loose, boy. But Harry... Does it just... Is it sorry? The boxes, that's what the boxes are there for, to catch all the loose cereal. No, because when you, you have to roll down... No, the, I don't. The, I don't have the, to do anything. The, the plastic on the inside to keep it fresh. I don't have to do a thing. You don't either, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Harry, what... And with a ripped one, you can't roll it down nicely. Open Sometimes I'll just let it go all in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to wear the plastic around as a turban. What a hero. <laughs> what a great guy. <laughs> now it's just lying. Now it's just blatantly lying. <laughs> Do it all the time. <laughs> I think there's, there's a category which would be fast and too loose. <laughs> because if you, I'll eat the plastic as I this. <laughs> I don't have time to check. <laughs> Next one, whoever. Ollie, it is. Ollie, Ollie, ahoy, ahoy, boys! Happy, happy birthday, Andy! Thank you. Thanks, Ollie, for easing my burden <laughs> momentarily. Um, Ollie, what do you got to upset, Ando? Oh, so my younger brother likes a bit of a cook-up, but doesn't like the cleaning. So what he'll do is, um, if he needs to hard boil some eggs, he'll just whack them straight in the kettle. Smart. <laughs> That's smart. Which then, if someone wants tea after that, it will have a bit of a an eggy aftertaste. Oh, dip really? the bag harder. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's got an eggy aftertaste after just just some eggs boiling in that water, so will, will dip it, harder. I say, will will they will they cook properly though? Of course, they were boiling water. 
I don't nah, he knows he knows how many turns it needs. All right, yeah. I was going to say because a single turn it wouldn't even cook prop. Yeah, I think it's like three and a half turns. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. What are we talking about? Turning the not, eggs? No, I'm talking about turns. Turning in, the kettle on. Turning the kettle on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was very confused. I was like, I'm turning pretty the sure on. they cook uniformly. You know I don't mind this one. This is not upsetting me. This you is, reckon it's, is it efficiency? efficiency. It's like the guy that rang up and said that he'll occasionally just crack the eggs straight onto the, the stove top. The electric stove top. You didn't like that. Well, again, I, I didn't mind that for the efficiency of not having I reckon to you like this one because you hate tea. Yeah, I don't like tea. Yeah, so like, I'm not using the kettle for anything else. That's the thing. You, If you loved tea, yep. I think you would hate the egg one. So, yep. Ollie, yeah, really good try, but, but um, um, neutral. No, no, not even neutral. I'm I've positive. Actually, you've actually, you've you've given actually him an idea. pleased me. <laughs> oh, no, an accidental <laughs> pleasing. <laughs> Tara. Tara. Tara, ahoy. Have you got something that could upset Andy for this very special edition of Upset Andy? Ahoy, boys, and happy birthday, Andy. Good girl, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> so I have two clocks in my car. And the one on the radio has the right time at the moment, Hang but on the joke. dashboard <laughs> is daylight savings time. No, so Tara, Tara, you have pissed, pissed on the hornet's nest there. <laughs> <laughs> and the hornets Tara, do not like it. If they're an hour out, it's appalling. If they're just a minute out, it shouldn't be. It's, it's not right either. You've got it's, him, Tara. It's, um, anyway, You've got him, on. beauty. Yes, it's right up, in the slot for Ando. Straight after being car, pleased. Car inefficiencies yeah. are the most heinous kind of inefficiency to Ando. Yeah. It should, I mean, it should also always tell the correct time. I hate things being out as far as early, late. But yeah. then, yeah, just update your daylight savings. It's finished. You've had your time. I've got a 24-hour clock that when it goes past midnight, just goes 25, 26, 27. <laughs> it's up to 10,000. You just have to know when you started it. He doesn't. <laughs> uh, final one, Matt. Matt, ahoy. Uh, ahoy, fellas. Um, happy birthday, Andy. Good boy, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for taking one off the table for us, <laughs> saving my vocal cords. Um, what have you got, Manny? What could upset Andy? Uh, so we used to have a communal carton of eggs that um, both my housemate and I used to share mm-hmm. at the house. Um, but every now and then, he'd take a couple of the eggs out of random positions in the carton. So rather than the regulation sequential order. Uh, okay. So he'd start at the... He might, we wouldn't just start at the two at the end. He might take one from the middle, one from down, line one, position eight, line two, position yeah. three. It's... So we... Yeah, because, like, we... I like to know at any one time how many, how many servings are actually left. So yeah. whether there's six or seven eggs left... And you can't tell me if there was five eggs left and they were scattered amongst the 12 holes that you wouldn't find that frustrating. But when he's... So if you... But, Matt, if you're opening the lid, yeah. you can see how many eggs, can't you? Yeah, but if there's five left, for example, yeah. your eyes are going, oh, how many are in here? I think that yeah. would annoy you. Would, I 100%. I put money on If you didn't know about this and yeah. I could secretly film you, you'd even those up. I'd even it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it has to upset you. I'd, I'd be, I'd even it up, but not like, I'd, it's more just like yeah, the you way did, I I'll re- tell you your internal monologue. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, well, people are idiots, but that's <laughs> Lucky I'm here to put things back right. Order man. Order man to the rescue. Thank you, thank you very much for the present. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.